thank you for joining us for the poem, the Parsha, the podcast. This week's Torah portion is Parshat Chaye Sarah, the Parsha that begins with the demise of Sarah and ends with the marriage of her son Yitzchak to Rivka. And it is a dramatic moment when the two see each other for the first time. Picture it. It's evening. Isaac is in the field, perhaps offering a prayer. Rebecca, Rivka, approaches on the camel. She alights from said camel, and then she sees him, and she asks, who is this man? And is told by the servant of Abraham, that's, that's him, that's the fellow. And she then takes her veil and covers herself. And so, friends, this is the moment that we meet the Parsha this week. Joining me is, of course, Adrian, our poet-in-residence at the Seattle Hebrew Academy. And we are going to do a little conversation about the poem and the Parsha. Adrian, what poem came to mind when you thought about this scene? Um, there is specifically a wonderful poem that speaks to me and that I spent a lot of time with over the course of my poetry um, learning. It's called Let Evening Come by Jane Kenyon. Um, Jane Kenyon um, unfortunately passed away in 1995, but she was my teacher's teacher when my poetry teacher was in graduate school. And so I have felt this sort of, we talk a lot in poetry about the threads of learning. And I feel very connected to Kenyon because the thread of learning connected me to her almost directly. Um, and I, I think it's also important that I think of you as my teacher also, Ruby, and that I'm getting to share my own learning with you when you have shared so much of your own learning with me. And I, Adrian, thank you. I think that's what is so dynamic about learning and school. And we learn from each other, teacher to teacher. We learn from our students, students, teacher, teacher, students. And I think that's why we love, love school. And so, Adrian, let's hear that poem. This is Let Evening Come by Jane Kenyon. Let the light of lit late afternoon shine through chinks in the barn, moving up the bales as the sun moves down. Let the cricket take up chafing as a woman takes up her needles and her yarn. Let evening come. Let dew collect on the hoe abandoned in long grass. Let the stars appear and the moon disclose her silver horn. Let the fox go back to its sandy den. Let the wind die down. Let the shed go black inside. Let evening come. To the bottle in the ditch, to the scoop in the oats, to the air in the lung, let evening come. Let it come as it will, and don't be afraid. God does not leave us comfortless, so let evening come. Adrian, the poem simply takes my breath away. It is lyrical, it is magical. Thank you for selecting this poem. What hits me immediately is, God does not leave us comfortless. Because the scene in the Parsha continues, that as Isaac and Rebecca begin to lead their marital, their marital life in the tent of Sarah, it says, 
ויקח את רבקה ותהילו לו אישה ויאהביה וינחם יצחק אחרי אמו. יצחק is comforted after the death of his mother. And not to be Freudian about it. I'd rather be lyrical about it. What thoughts have you? What thoughts have I? I think that also we have, we have talked a little bit about evening and the importance of evening as an experience. I think we, we have sort of closed the evening on Sarah's life. I think we have opened the evening on the marriage of Isaac and Rebecca. I think this, this sort of moment between day and night is, is really important, and I think there is a comfort there I mean, think of all the things that happen for us in our modern lives in the evening. Our, our Shabbat starts in the evening. We have, you know, those of us with young children are, are sort of sim- slowing down for the night. It's, this, it's like a quiet that comes with when the sun goes down that I think is really important and should be acknowledged as, as a time unto itself. And I think that there are, there are two things, right? I think evening it itself is a comfort and it brings many of us comfort. I also think that for those of us for whom evening does not bring comfort, the idea that God does not leave us comfortless, that even as it's getting darker, even as we are closing the day, that we do not need to be afraid. We do not need to fear what may lay ahead or not because... God is present. Let's talk about this phrase, let evening come. Let evening come. Let evening come. Is, is it a, a cry? Is it we are not afraid of the night that will follow? Is it we've worked so hard during the day? Let evening come. Is it that Yitzchak is in a sense saying, Lifnot Erev, let evening come. It's time for me to embrace the next step of my life. Absolutely. And I think there is also a closure. The poem is a lot about the closure of work. Let, um, let dew collect on the hoe abandoned in long oh. grass. Let the stars appear as the moon disclose her silver horn. So we're really sort of closing a chapter of hard work. I mean, even as we're thinking about it in terms of closing, you know, Sarah's life, right? Her life was a life of tremendous labor. And so for her to put down her tools, for her to, to rest, it, as, as Isaac is stepping out in a way, I think is really important. I think we should sort of take a moment and live with that. I, I think what's so profound of this let do collect on the hoe abandoned in the long grass. You know, God Almighty asks us to do that every Shabbat. Yes. Every Shabbat, leaf note Erev, as the sun goes down, we are letting the dew collect on the hoe. It's not such a simple matter. No. We love to engage with work, and yet we say, let evening come. I also deeply appreciate the word in Hebrew of evening. Lifnot Arev. Arev is um, the same, of course, word of Ma'ariv. Arov as one of the plagues, the mixed animals. Arov, which connects us all in a boundary. 
it is a combination of things. Evening is a little bit of day, a little bit of night. And I think just our saying, let evening come, says let the ambiguity come. Let the uncertainty come. Yitzchak meets Rivka for the first time. It is a moment that is full of uncertainty, yet he finds comfort. Um, yes, I mean, isn't, isn't work all the things we can control? Mm. And so by letting go of the work, he's letting go of the control. And then he's opening himself up to Rivka, her appearance, the experience of that evening. I think, I think that, I think that moment should stand as, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I think that that moment should stand as its own experience in the text. I think we should be able to live in that moment. Live in that moment of, I am letting go. I am letting go of the work. I am letting go of the things I can control and allowing myself to live fully in that moment of uncertainty. And I can almost hear Yitzchak saying, right? let it come as it will and don't be afraid. Yitzchak, as you recall, has survived the binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yitzchak had the knife right at him as Abraham was about to sacrifice him, but mm-hmm. he did not. And I hear Yitzchak saying, let it come as it will and don't be afraid. God does not leave us comfortless. So let evening come. Let Rivka appear. Let me enter the tent. Let my life proceed. Absolutely. Gosh, let evening come. Let evening come. Friends, we invite you to encounter this poem together with the Parsha. Thank you for listening to the poem, the Parsha, the podcast. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Rivi.